Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. What's up, guys? CB here. Tonight's show brought to you by our friends at Revital Outdoors. Enjoy the outdoors comfortably. Premium CBD products that give you your competitive edge back. TAC free, recommended by the pros, and a money-back guarantee. Find out more. RevitalOutdoors.com. Great show for you guys tonight. Josh Butler, your pro circuit angler of the year leader currently on the show to talk about his rookie season last year and uh, his big swing and performance this season. Also, David talks about, um, well, a new hobby of his. Well, maybe not a new hobby, but a hobby of his. We challenge you guys with a few things. You pick KVD or KG comes from behind. Not KVD, geez. KG comes from behind. And uh, a lot more right here on this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. It's going to start right now. Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks. This week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm Chris Brown, along with social media ninja, Mr. David Jong. David, what would your wrestling name be? I mean, what what would it? I mean, you got you got Hulk Hogan, you've got all. The, I don't even I don't even know him, right, KG? But what would your wrestling name be if you were a professional wrestler, Dave? Uh, I, I I don't know. Why don't you tell me? Because you know, like some I, guys go with the real names. Some people have some creative one, but. I feel like you already have one picked for me. Already. I don't. I don't. I just. I, I'm. I, I don't. And and I. And what sparked it was I went back there and I saw KG's text of the windshield wiper, which was absolutely freaking badass. Um, but KG, what would you? What would you call him? I mean, we got the rock. Would he be the pebble? I mean, I just well, came out of my, my butt well, right I mean, there. You, you I have just, to throw ninja in there, right? It's got to well, be something ninja. How about the nasty ninja? The nasty ninja. The. Um, Let's see. Could it be? I, I, let me see. The G Crack Ninja. The I don't know. I've got I've I've got some Bella sticks here. Some Bella. I don't know. What, what, what I don't know. I'm just I, I don't know, David. I just just thinking out loud. What would your 901-493-0437? I want to know. KG and I want to know what you would pick for David's wrestling name if he were. A pro, and I mean, is it WrestleMania? Is, what what is it now? I mean, what 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 are the wrestling organizations now? I don't even know. <laughs> so I guess to fill in our our listeners who Please. are wondering why I was, <laughs> why all of a sudden we're talking about wrestling and wrestling nicknames, I uh, it was kind of last minute, I guess you could say, because it was what Saturday. My brother was like, so um, I, I don't tune into wrestling as much as I used to. I guess from about I. I occasionally but i guess this this event that i went to was a newer it's a newer organization i guess it's it's the competitor to wwe um aew oh, okay and they had it so they had a collaboration with um uh new japan pro wrestling so like oh there's a know. there's there's japan pro wrestling too this is getting deep <laughs> deep so 
<laughs> so yeah, so we went on to that event uh, on Saturday down in Chicago. So wait, so this was this was your brother's deal, not your son, right? This was your brother's. This is like an adult thing, not like my thirteen-year-old nephew was into it two years ago. But this is like <laughs> an older. This is a brother deal, right? My my well, see, let's see here. My brother, he's definitely way into it more than I am. Well. He's definitely into the Japanese stuff and I guess WWE stuff. Uh, but um, it was me and my brother, uh, my nephew, my brother's kid, and then one of my other nephews. So it was the four of us. Uh, my son is, I guess he would have went if he was in town, but uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's right. There, wait a minute. Yeah. You gave up. You gave up an evening with your wife to go to wrestle my, or whatever, AEW, AWE, whatever it is <laughs> with you. I mean, Wow. Wow. Okay. So, like, since you were talking about that, too, I'm pretty sure she probably wanted to get away from me anyways. Because I, I, even though I, you know, not to judge anyone, but I guess, like, you know, it, especially since the pandemic, my kids have been around for uh, whatever. Me, me, me and wife, me and my wife don't go on too many quote unquote date nights by ourselves. We, I, I'd rather just, just take the kids and just go do something with the kids. But uh, I'm pretty sure after about roughly almost a week of being, of seeing what potentially what empty nesting life would be like i'm pretty sure she asked, she was like i'm done with him so <laughs> okay all right all right i can you know i can see it now go ahead KG. Uh -oh. so, so is this is this wrestling or is this wrestling uh, <laughs> it ain't that southern stuff <laughs> it ain't the southern and stuff. it's wrestling is what it's called but i can hear it I, can't you hear it now kg you know all the way from let's see where it is it is this it yeah is it nope hang on where's my that's the digital. It's not. Is it coming in? No, it's not coming in. I don't know why. My sound pads aren't working. I don't. I gotta figure that out. Why that's not working? I, I had a, I had a whole thing for you over here, but it's not. I, anyway, I don't know. I'm, we got new tech, and I'm lost the headshot goose over here. I'm, we're lucky we're getting this far with what we've got <laughs> at this point. So we'll uh, we'll figure it out in another segment. But KG, Mister uh, Back from the Beach, Beach Bum, how you feeling, buddy? Got a little, got a little suntan, do you? Got a little sand in your crack? What you got? Uh, you know, no. I spent enough time outdoors. I, I didn't necessarily go down there to spend more time outdoors. Well, you go. What do you go to the beach for I, then? Well, because the family was going. Okay. And how'd that work out? Y'all had a bunch of you down there. Uh, it was eleven of us. It actually worked really well. There were, <laughs> there were three different buildings. I'll call them buildings. Okay. One main house, a small house, and a little pool house. So we had we had people kind of split up. So you had the ability to kind of uh, not be trapped, or you know, get in a situation where someone's getting on your nerves and you can't get away from them. Right. You're able to spread out pretty good, pretty well. Okay. All right. So my my goal for going down there was to do as little as possible, and I accomplished that. Okay. Well, that's all you that's all you can do, right? That's all you can do. Well, good. We're glad to have you back. We missed you last week uh, for a little bit. But I still want to know, 901-493-0437. That's the Exxon Hotline brought to you by Trickstep. What would David's wrestling or wrestling name be, right? We got to know, 901-493-0437. Hit us up. Let us know. Let's see. The best, the best name, we'll pick it on next week's show, the best name, We'll win a $25 gift card. You know what? We'll make it 50 A $50 gift wow. card to Sportsman's Warehouse. How's that? Sportsman's.com. Cool? You good with that? Maybe maybe next week after we know his name, we should come up with his signature move. Oh, we will. 
We will. <laughs> trust me. That, that's coming. Signature move. And uh, his signature, uh, we'll have a we'll have a whole new you know deal coming in for him. You know, sound sound effect wise, we'll have a whole new have a whole new deal coming in for him for sure. So, uh, I mean, for sure, I got to spend a little time last week over in Martinsville, Virginia. If you're in Martinsville, Virginia, or close to Martinsville, Virginia, um, if you haven't gone by and seen our buddies Trent and Nick at Angler's Choice Marine. You have missed out. I'm calling a road trip, boys, okay? A road trip for the three of us. We're going to win the lottery, save a bunch of money, and we're going to go over there because when I tell you it is a tackle store shopping experience like none other, it is. It is a transcendent right. He's come in and put, put in, not only does he have ranger boats, right, hummingbirds, raptors, all, all the good stuff, but then he's got a tackle store inside of this place that I mean there's I've never been in one like it in in terms of there's not a lame duck in that crowd right everything in that place catches them and he's got the specialty stuff he's got the Japan the, the Japan stuff. he's got one whole mega bass 110 section I mean like eight foot long four foot tall section and it's full. And then he's got you know all your all your swim baits. If you if you saw if you saw my story last week that I pawned off on David, I sent to David. I said post this, would you? Uh, I didn't have good cell service. I was like, even get it there. We were busy. Sent to him. If you saw that story last week, you got you got to see some of that. But um, just an absolute killer place. Uh, if you're looking for a new boat, a used boat, uh, they've got them. Uh, we were able to. We took our Ranger over there, our 2022 Ranger over there, our 520R. Uh, they're going to do some work on it and uh, find a motor for us and get that thing up for sale. We took Trent's 520R out and did some filming around it. Kenny and I did. Went over to Philpot, uh, which is a cool little lake. But uh, I guess it's time in, in the new 520R, and um, she's badass. I mean, she's um, she's she's pretty awesome. So very, uh, very, very excited about that boat uh, and excited, uh, and a big thanks to Trent and the guys at Angler's Choice Marine for helping us out, uh, doing some filming last week, but just an incredible place. Uh, you guys have got to check that out. KG, I mean, this is a spot where we'd lose you for hours. I'm just going to say hours. Well, you know, I, I saw the reel and I actually kept going back and playing it and I was going to make a list and text it to you, but <laughs> you were scrolling down those aisles so fast. I couldn't keep up. Dude, I was there all day. I was there all day. Y'all know the deal. You see it. You want it. You text me. I get it. Nothing. Crickets. Well, I, I, I was trying to pick it all out, but the, the the camera feed was like you needed to go down through there in slow motion, a little bit closer, so I could see the colors and all the options. I, I would have just texted you a list. No, it was it was all crickets. <laughs> I, it was all it was. I mean, crickets. Nothing, right? I, I did pick up a few things for me because I wanted to try them. I've never seen them. I wanted to try them. Um, they've got everything from, you know, our vicious line in there to, um, what else they got? They've got, uh, they got everything. I mean, you saw the swim bait, uh, the case, case. yes, the case, right? First thing out of Kenny Kernow's mouth, 9.01 AM doors open. We walk in, he turns the right, sees the case and he goes, Oh, Kenny Kerner, have a good time in here. We hadn't even got in the store. Just got to the case. Cam Crow have a good time in here. I'm like, damn right he would. I'm about to, right? 
the the um what's the what's the what's the mag drafts? Yeah, he does. The mag drafts. I mean, dude. I mean, you name them. Jackhammers. I mean, striking, Lou. Everything. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, so if you're in the Martinsville area, look up Angler's Choice Marine. Swing by, see them, check it out. Um, killer, killer place. What's what's sad? I used to live. I was born and raised thirty minutes from that spot. Never been there till this past weekend. So I will forever go through Marchville on my way to Danville, though, to see my grandmother. I promise you. So got to see her. She's 97, hanging out over there in Danville, spent a little time with her. Then I went to the seafood place, the Ball City Places. Yes, it's in Virginia. It's nowhere near the damn ocean. But I've been going there since I was a little boy called Mayflower. Hey, if you're from if you're from Danville or Ringgold, that area, you know the, the name Mayflower. Whew. It's good stuff. Really good stuff. Had me a big old plate of popcorn shrimp, David. Some hush puppies, feeling feeling good. So, uh, but uh, yeah, great uh, great week last week. Busy week last week. I think I logged about fourteen hundred miles round trip, and uh, good to be home. Getting ready for the Fourth of July. Speaking of Fourth of July, there are a ton of Fourth of July deals going on out there right now. Uh, our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse, of course, they've got a Fourth of July special going. Spend a hundred bucks, get twenty bucks off. I actually used that on some gift cards that I bought. Uh, for some folks, um, Jerry Collette being one of those, are you pick them? Um, we're a gift card winner for this week. So Jerry, you should have got an email on that. Let me know if you didn't, or let me know if you did, that'd be great to know, but, uh, spend a hundred and get 20, uh, from sportsmans.com and sportsman's warehouse. So you guys check that out. They've got some new stores opening up this fall down in Florida, one up in Ohio, uh, one at Seminole, I believe. Um, so yeah, a lot of cool stuff going on there. Kenny got to film with the fish with Brian thrift winner from Alaska. And apparently this, apparently this guy's like a, a serial contest inner guy, right? And all he does is try to do, all he does is try to win, win contest. And he won this one. So never bass fish before. They didn't have him in Alaska. So he flew down to North Carolina, spent two days with thrift on Norman, caught a bunch of fish. Had a good time, and um, yeah, so that was cool. We're going to see a video on that coming up pretty soon. Um, what else is going on, David? What you been up to this this past week besides WrestleMania or AEW or whatever it's called? Um, just, uh, well, what was it? I know the, since no kids, um, I didn't do anything special, but I, what was it? We had to do, my, sister, my wife had to help uh, throw a baby shower for my sister so they helped out with that so i just kind of hung out with the uh chauffeur uh-huh. driving around and helping them do uh errands so nothing fun you know again you think that i do something better with my kids being gone but uh but i think like i said last week it was kind of somewhat unexpected so couldn't plan it <laughs> gotcha i got you so well kg you you when did you get home from the beach uh saturday okay all right. So you had a day to recover and uh, get back in the real world. Have you sold your boat yet? Uh, I have not. <sighs> Come on, man. What are you waiting on? Let's get that thing done. Get it out of here. So. <laughs> He's uh, like, I, you know how it is. There's, there's a few that are very interested, but until all the paperwork's done and the money changes hands, not official. Not official. Understood. I understand that. Looking at the website, uh, we've got a few things going on or a few things that have been going on, rather. Uh, One Water Marine, a.k.a. TH Marine, acquires Biochem, Starbright, 
for $125 million. KG. I think they bought stock, but it equals to $125 million for Starbright. Um, old Luke Duncan's podcast, it's just getting more and more, more and more sponsors as he goes along with Starbright there. It's interesting how that, uh, wouldn't it be funny if TH came in and said, yeah, we're not going to sponsor you anymore and moved on. So, although he works there, just, just kind of, that's just kind of funny, but we'll see how that, how that ends up. Um, but that's, uh, that's a big deal. They're, they're personal, a lot of stuff. Uh, so that's a, that's a big deal. And then the, David, do you know much about the Helen Severe, uh, Pioneer Scholarship Award? That uh, was mentioned. Uh, I, if, what was that? I know it's. I forget what it was at because uh, that was like last week. So I read it last week. So I don't remember off the top of my head. But it's gonna be the first one though. That's all I remember. Sorry, <laughs> it's gonna be the first one. <laughs> I believe it's. Uh, if I remember it right, it's gonna be to uh, two female anglers. Um, if I remember that right, but uh, I have to find that up, uh, find that out, and uh, look that up again. I had it, and then I've lost the email or whatever I had going where that was. But, uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty neat deal. A uh, lot going on there. So some cool stuff going on uh, in the fishing world right now, uh, including KG. I did a little research on your text from yesterday. The text that read, why does, why does MLF not publish the winnings from the cup events? And I got a very roundabout answer from Joe Opak. I just, I, I didn't think either one of you got that one because it, I got zero response. Uh, oh, we were, I was busy. I don't know, about, I don't know about David. I was busy, but uh, I did reach out to Joe, and he said the payouts for the MLF Cups have never been publicly revealed. That was a precedent set back in 2012 when the Cups were first launched. However, always the PR guy, the MLF Cup events are now being succeeded by the upcoming General Tire Team Team Series. A no entry fee event, which will include a top prize of three hundred thousand dollars to the winning team. So, I know that's been announced. I know it's been talked about. I know it's been on the website. I've not paid any attention to it yet. So I will eventually, but um, uh, not anytime soon. So I'm waiting for my invite to lunch at ICAST in I, a few weeks. <laughs> I just, I, I don't. I mean, I don't get that. It's supposed to be your your highest level, your prime events, and you don't let people know what these guys win. I mean, it, I mean, does I it, does it include, I, I mean, does, it. does it go into their, their winnings like on the website? Does it, does it include in their career earnings? Um, you I, see I, how much I one guy know, jumps. I've had a hard time figuring that one out too. Well, I have as well. So I have as well, but I know we've got, um, you know, a lot of stuff coming up here uh, quick. We've got. I'll be honest with you, and, and I, this is making an assumption on my part. Sure. But it makes me think maybe it's not very good of a payout. <laughs> or it's. I mean, why else, why else would you not at least put it there? I mean, it should be a big deal that these guys are making really good well, money at this. Why, why would you not want that known? Well, I, I, it makes sense to me. Well, you know, it, it's got to be somewhat decent. I mean, it's made for TV, or maybe it's not. Spend so much money on TV with it. I have, I have no idea. I, I really don't know. Um, I, like I said, I asked. That was the answer I received. Just doing my due diligence for you, buddy. Trying to get you some answers. So trying to get you and some I, answers. Look, I'm not hating on MLF. I love. I mean, I fish MLF events. I fish Toyota Series, fish BFL for years. I just this is one thing I just don't understand. No, I, I'm with you. I agree. I agree. And David just put up uh, yesterday a, a story from our buddy Luke Stoner uh, 
a uh, Costa Pros talk lens colors and frames. So it'd be interesting to see uh, Van Dam a Pla- Blackfin Pro and Reefton Pro frame is his uh, his big one in the five HC. I I knew I liked the Green Mirror for a reason. KG loves it, right? He digs on it. Casey Ashley is both Green Mirror and Sunrise. You got the Green Mirror, KG. Marty Robinson's uh, is a Green Mirror. Tuna Alley for me. Tuna Alley for you, David. What's yours? I know you got to wear uh, you got to wear I'm the with KVD, right? So you're with KVD. Yeah, I'm with KVD with the uh, Blackfin Pros. Those are my favorite ones so far. You know, I've got a pair of the Reefton Pros coming, um, and I'm a big fan of the Raphael. I, I just, you know, that's just what I've always worn. It's what I really like. Uh, unless I'm wearing my cowboy hat, then I got my Ren Conceitas. I like those uh, real well as well. But my, my Raphaels are, are really good, so those are probably my favorite. And that was is that Casey Ash in that picture? It didn't look like him, but uh, yes, sir. It, it is it you is still that. weird seeing KVD in a pair of Costas, but I'll take it. Right, I'm I'm excited yeah. for it. So, but you know uh, that we've just actually uncovered one of the great things about Costa. I mean, we all know their lens quality and their different oh, it's tints, stupid. but yes. the fact that they have so many different models to fit so many different heads, and, and you walk into most of the stores that carry Costa, and it's a huge case of all the models you know it's so you can go in there and you can you try out which one fits you best i mean the sunglasses should fit you like a glove well they should and it's funny you say that it's really funny you say that because kate kenny cronell our director producer for uh angler's channel uh bass wrap-up tv show and for Atlanta bastro tv show he was talking about we want to get a new pair of costas right and uh, of course we work with costa so you know we we deal directly with them and but he wasn't sure what frame he wanted well, back into Angler's Choice Marine, they had the display case, right? The big display case. And um, I asked Trent, I said, can he try some on? He's like, absolutely. So, dude, he went through what he wanted, how it felt, how it, you know, you know, what it felt like and whatnot, found the pair he wanted, and then we can go from there. Didn't have, they didn't have the lens color he wanted, so we'll have to order them, but found what he wanted. And, um, yeah, so you're right. They've got something for everyone. And, you know, I'm, I like the Sunrise Silver Mirror. And I like the green. Green's probably my favorite all around because, like you, you're wearing, you're in your truck right now wearing them, and I wear mine 24 7, 365. I wear the glass; they don't scratch. Right there's another pair. I like it, the Sunrise. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to go wrong with blue, green, or Sunrise of a mirror. And they do have the gray. Um, but you know, it's funny because my daughter wanted a pair um, for her birthday, and I'm like, "What do you want?" She's like, "I don't know. Buy me up there. You go." Buy me a pair. That's you think? One. Yeah, you got you got you got to have three, right? I'm like I'm yep. like I'm like, what do you want? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, go online and look and see, or go to a store and let's find you a pair and see what you think. There's too many to choose from. She's not sure, so she's gonna have to go to a store and uh, try them on and see what. National Sunglass Day was last week, right, David? I think that's right. What it was? National just Sunglass day. day. Yeah, just the other day. Two days ago. So uh, so yeah. So check out CostaDelmar.com. I know they got some new stuff coming. I hear tale of some new clothing coming. Kind of excited about that. And uh, so, yeah, some uh, some cool stuff going on. ICAST is just weeks away. So there's going to be all kinds of game changers, all kinds of new things coming out. So we're excited to see what's going on there. We're actually working on a contest called the Game Changer Awards. And we're not sure how we're going to do it yet. It's a, a literally a brain fart idea I had on a mower one day. We're going to figure out what we're going to do with that, get everybody involved, including you guys, the listeners, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. So we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, our buddy Josh Butler, your Angler of the Year leader, and the Prozor is going to join us and uh, talk us a little bit about what's going on with him and uh, whatnot. But I've got to make sure that we say a big thanks to our buddy Neil Paul, 
at Visit Anderson. As Visit Anderson is back for its fourth year with uh, with EnglishChannel.com and the Ace English Channel Insider Podcast. Back with us. So excited to have him and uh, Josh Butler coming up here in just a minute. Still ain't back. More. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity so I don't have any late day voltage sags. Plus they're super lightweight compared to lead acid and they're practically maintenance free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash channel and use our special promo code code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase Did i mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping you didn't but even better so hey what are you waiting for get hooked on rely on lithium today with so many exclusive designs and processes no other boat is built like ranger it's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features more performance and the best value the ranger fisherman series from bow to stern this is results-based engineering at its best still building legends one at a time at mercury there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either unlimited adrenaline unlimited fun unlimited weekend except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. And I'm brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems, the future. Marine charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com and get you make sure you get you pair up your charger with said rely on lithium batteries. The only lithium battery you need. Find out more at relyonbattery.com. Use code Angler's Channel for 10% off your next purchase. KG, I talked to Josh at uh, Pro Charging Systems. Ordered us, ordered you a dual power, and I got me a two-bank lithium charger coming from my trailer, the big white whale, right? Because they do more than just marine. Send me a two-bank lithium. going to put two Relyon RB100s in there in parallel, so I got more juice when we're on the road doing what we do and uh, excited to make that happen. We'll see Josh at uh, ICAST this year, so a lot going on. Speaking of Josh's, though, your current leader in Anger of the Year points in the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, our buddy, Mr. Josh Butler. Buddy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. How does that sound right now? How does that feel being in that be, being that lead dog in that pack going into the last year? Uh, it's, uh, it sounds great right now, uh, <laughs> but still a lot of work <laughs> left to go, obviously. Uh, job's not done yet. 
Well, let's uh, let's take a step back. 2021 was your rookie season, and um, I'm 63rd in Angler of the Year points, so missed the uh, missed the title. But what did you learn last year that has helped you in your sophomore season on on tour? Um, I learned a lot last year. Um, it was a very trying year, I guess you would say. Uh, you know, where I'm from, it's a lot of one, two day, occasional three day tournaments, uh, four day tournaments. Uh, whole another animal uh with only two days to practice that was something i had to get adjusted to as well but the travel um time management was a real big thing i learned pretty quickly uh i probably didn't manage my practice time very well last year and that showed um but it's really just getting comfortable out there um lot there's a lot to learn and i would say time management was the number one factor in my practice. Um, I didn't really fish that bad last year. I capitalized on, I didn't lose a lot of fish, I guess I would say last year, but I did not put myself in the right positions, I guess, to be successful. Right. Right. Okay. So, and then here we are, um, you know, I took it, I learned from it and I knew I had to change something. (laughs) Um, cause last year obviously just did not work. And, uh, I put a lot of time, um, doing my homework before I got to the lakes and so far this year it's paying off. Well, so far this year, a six at Rayburn, uh, 55th at Harris chain, 18th at Pickwick, fifth at Gunnersville, which, you know, we were all expecting that as well. And then the 25th Correct. at James river. So, I mean, a lot of different fisheries. A lot of different uh, times a year there. I mean, a lot of different temperature swings, weather, and everything else that affects it. But, I mean, I, we always talk about the guys that out west that moved to Alabama because there's a, such a diverse, you know, set of lakes here from Gunnersville, Pickwick, Smith, down to Martin, and you follow everything else. But, I mean, what kind of advantage does living in Alabama give you, you know, prior to going out on tour? Oh, it's huge. Um I mean, I think you're behind the eight ball if you're not living somewhere in Alabama, even Tennessee. Tennessee's got a lot of diverse, amazing fisheries as well. But, you know, here in Alabama, I love offshore fish, and we got that at numerous lakes, Chufala, Gunnersville, Pickwick, Wheeler, I mean, you name it, it Wilson, a um, lot of great offshore lakes. And then, you know, also I love to fish current. Uh, many, many years we fish below tail races on the Coosa. I mean, even on the Tennessee river, um, you know, below Wilson and below, uh, Wheeler dams, Gunnersville dam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also you got Highland impoundment. So, I mean, you know, your spotted bass, light line, deep, clear reservoirs, you know, Martin Smith. I mean, and then you got a bunch of river, you got the warrior river, which is probably, I don't even know if I should say this, probably one of the, uh, <laughs> biggest, it's probably the best lake in the state. Uh, but it's a, it's a river, it's a river system. I mean, it turns them out and there's giants down there, but I don't want to go too much into detail on that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, you know, I guess right now it's just not as well known. Uh, I guess you would say, so it's a, it's definitely a hidden gem with true, true giant bass in it. Well, I, that's probably, but, that probably answered my next question, but what's your favorite lake in the state? No, I mean, I would definitely have to say Gunnersville. Okay. Um, just because of the offshore fishing, uh, it's so diverse, so diverse. Um, love fishing offshore. And then in the springtime, you can mix it up. I mean, you can catch them from one foot to, you know, 30 foot 
12 months out of the year. Right. Um, you can do whatever you want, however you want, catch them any way you want to fish. Probably, I would say, nine to 10 months out of the year. And that's what I really love about Gunnersville. Um, so I'd probably have to say Gunnersville. Okay. All right. Well, a 14 point lead going into, uh, going into Champlain and looking at the uh, stats here, dude, you've got about 40 more grand in your pocket about this time of year than what you did last year. So that's always a good thing. But what have you learned from last year coming to this year to get you to where you are at this point? What's been different? Um, Yeah. I mean, like I said, time management earlier was really key. Uh, this year, I mean, I, I made a goal to make the championship and I, I told myself and, the people close to me, I guess, if I didn't make championship, this was probably going to be my last year. And, you know, um, you know, and I just say that kind of openly as if I'm going to do something, I want to compete. And I feel like you're not really necessarily competing if you're not qualifying for that championship or giving yourself a shot. Right. But, you know, I would say this year, definitely time management. And I've done a ton of homework on all these lakes, a lot of map study, um, between whether, whether it be Google Earth or just looking at charts and just looking at old videos and results and patterns and different things. And I've just kind of taken all that research and kind of made it in my own. And I tackled a lot of these fisheries how I want to fish instead of doing what I think normally wins, I guess you would say. So. I would say that was probably the biggest thing from last year to this year. Uh, last year, I just kind of did what I thought I needed to do instead of doing what my gut told me to do. Right. And then, you know, also, I can't lie. I mean, when it's your time, it's your time type deal. Sure. I mean, I can't tell you how many times this year with 20, 30 minutes left in the day, you know, you pull up and catch a four-pounder just on a whim. Like, it happened at the James River on the third or the second day. Um, I had a bad, bad day and I ran back up the lake. I had probably 11 and a half pounds or so, maybe 11. And I just, I was fishing up there and I said, Hmm, that over there looks good. And I went over there first cast. I caught one, like three and a half, four pounds. Hmm. And, you know, just fishing on the whim more this year, trusting my gut. And, you know, so far it's paying off. Is there a lot of nerves last year for you? Uh, I would say not. No, uh, I'll be honest. I wasn't nervous not even at Okeechobee the first tournament of the year. I, I really didn't experience nerves. No. Um, I, I can't explain why I didn't fish that good last year. I mean, like I said, it's a learning curve. I mean, it, it is eye opening the travel, you know, just everything, I guess. And a year under your belt, you really understand the flow of events. Right. And that really, I knew what to expect this year, whereas last year I probably didn't. So that that definitely helps having a year under my belt. Sure, sure. Talk about the uh, the practice. I mean, only being two days. I know that's that's different, but it kind of I don't know if it, if it levels the playing field. But I mean, that's it's that's a big change from what you're used to, isn't it? No, oh, absolutely. I mean, normally, you know, for a two three day event, you put in about three days worth of practice. Um, and on all these lakes we've been to, I mean, a lot of them's huge. I mean, Rayburn's, I think, one and a half times the size of Gunnersville. Champlain's like four Gunnersvilles, right. if you can imagine that. I mean, it's huge. It's 
Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, so basically what I've done, instead of trying to see the entire lakes, um, I really just, uh, I do my time and I do go pre-practice. So whenever I go to an area, I try to see as much of the lake as I can, but I really just do my research, figure out the areas that usually hold the bigger fish. And I really, really put my time in, in those areas. And I figure out a way to catch fish that other people might not may overlook, I guess you would say. Sure. But I really just concentrate on areas of the lake and then just kind of figure it out from there. And I try not to spread myself out, I guess you would say with fish 40, 50 miles apart. Right. And I just try to really concentrate on like a 10, 15 mile section of lake and just figure that out during my two days of practice before the tournament. You know, we had Nick LeBrun on last week who won both Gunnerville and James River. And he was talking mm-hmm. about his run at the, at the James. I mean, what kind of run did you have at the James River? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he went lying. I mean, it is sketchy. I mean, you're running down the lake and, you know, you're seeing barges 10 foot out of the water and then some of them sticking like maybe a foot out of the water at low tide and at high tide. I mean, you don't see those areas. Right. I mean, those are like literally six inches under the surface in places. Um, so yeah. And if the wind starts blowing, especially if the tide's going out or in and the wind's going against it, I mean, they can stack up very very quickly and it it can definitely get uh bumpy i guess you would say but uh a lot of shallow areas i mean you can run an area at high tide and oh there's four foot of water here and you you think you'd be fine but you come back during low tide or something and next thing you know i mean there's not even six inches there and then you're waiting probably six six hours or so for the water to come back up but it was it was definitely uh treacherous i was i wasn't running as far as Nick was, I was running down to Wards Creek, which is probably about a 25 minute run, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. um, instead of 45 minutes to the chick. But, you know, that's, that's where I spent the majority of my tournament, at least the first two days. Okay. All right. KG. You know, Josh, we hear a lot of guys talk about, you know, especially we're talking to a lot of younger anglers that are trying to learn you know, how to fish and how to tournament fish about how important it is to spend time on the water. And I think in some cases, these guys don't really understand what we're saying. I I think you've done a pretty good job of explaining, you know, why it's important and how you've used that to to your advantage this year, but spending, and you know, we know you've been successful at BFL. We know you've been successful at Alabama Bass Trail. You fished a lot in the state of Alabama uh, in the Southeast. So you had a lot of experience going into, uh, you know, this tournament circuit. Can you elaborate a little bit more on, you know, what you have learned or, or what is what is it that, that time on the water that you've been able to take and use to these other bodies of water that maybe you're less familiar with? Um, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've taken my fair share of beatings in the state of Alabama over the last 10 years or so. And I think, I think you gotta, you gotta fail. I mean, you know, I've, I started out fishing club tournaments probably back 2011 or so, and then, you know, jumped into BFLs and everything and Alabama Bass Trail, local events, Silicagas, airports, you name it. Um, but I really think, you know, like you're saying, time on the water is definitely key. Um, learning and trusting your gut. Um, it's something I really can't explain it. Um, 
but the more time you spend on the water, the more you'll kind of understand, you know, Hey, I need to go over there and hit this because, you know, back maybe four weeks ago, I called them something similar and you run over there and, you know, things are going through your head, I guess you would say. And you just learn to jump around and just fish off instinct, I guess you would say. But, and another big thing, I guess, like I said, is fishing is many tournaments fish as much as you can. I mean, fish against stiff competition. I mean, just because you have pros fishing, don't be scared of them. I mean, they put your pant, their pants on one leg at a time, just like you do. I mean, just go fish, go have fun, but learn from it. And just because you don't catch them doesn't mean you should always take away some learning something from a tournament, whether you call 30 pounds and one by 10, or if you call 10 pounds and, you know, didn't even make hundreds place. Um, always take something away from that day of fishing. And then the more times you do that, the better angler that's definitely going to make you. Um, and then, like I said, also, I mean, the map study, that's huge. Even though you're not on the water, you're putting the time in learning stuff. I mean, you'd be amazed at some of the stuff I'd found using Google Earth and different maps and just looking at grass shadings and playing around with shading contours and you can really learn a lot about bodies of water i mean you can find stuff that on your local body of water that you fish maybe 100 days a year i guarantee you could find stuff that you never knew was there just by putting in that little bit of extra homework yeah and and it's not just fishing time either you you mentioned the the potential rough rides at james river uh you know when the wind stacks up you know a certain way I'm sure you actually witnessed that, you know, probably at Wheeler or Gunnersville, the same thing. So when you get in that situation, you kind of understand what you need to do to protect your equipment, how you need to ride in, in that kind of water, you know, with, with your boat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I've always said, I mean, Pickwick, once you get around Natchez Trace Bridge and <laughs> down by Kroger's, I mean, if they're running 150,000 and the wind's blowing 20 out of the West, I mean, you better put your back brace on your mouthpiece in because you're about to get beat. But, uh, you know, Wheeler's the same way. I mean, around Ingalls, I mean, man, it, I fi- we fished an ABT there one year, and we all thought, thought Cave was probably a little bit insane because it yeah. was, was about five, six-footers. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a little nautical that day, but, uh, you know, it ended up slicking off. She made the right call, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely helps whenever you – experience those situations because like you said you know hey i need to make sure all my screws are tight before i make that run i need to check them after i get off the water you know on all my boat i need to make sure my live wells are plugged because i don't want my water coming out of my live wells while i'm trying to run and then kill my fish i mean you learn all those things the more you fish the more tournaments you fish and like i said i mean you're gonna have days where you just flat won't catch them or something's going to go wrong you're going to screw up and you know don't get down on yourself i mean just learn from it and make sure you don't make the same mistake again and it's just you know little bitty pieces you just try to take take something from every time you fish whether it's a tournament or just out fun fishing you know act like you're practicing for a tournament or you know just challenge yourself to always do something i guess a little bit outside your comfort zone to try to be a better angler. I agree. I agree. David, what you got? Uh, Josh, so 
you made two day four cuts this year so far. And I know CB is kind of on one sided with this particular. Uh, I'm not one sided. It's stupid as hell, is what it is. I'm not, <laughs> not one sided. I'm just going to tell you how I feel about it. But I'm not fishing either. So I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, so my, my question to you was with the weights being zeroed on day four, does that, do you change your fishing style or do you approach it the same exact way as if it was uh, like last year? I guess you could say. Oh, um, no. I mean, it definitely throws a wrench in things. Uh, I was fortunate enough at Rayburn, caught 20 pounds the first day. And then, you know, I unfortunately, I guess, fortunately for me, the second day got canceled. So the third day, looking at the weights, like, you know, if you can do math a little bit, you know, the weights probably ain't going to hold. I mean, I knew what I needed to get in on the second or for the final day. So there's no reason to necessarily go out there and catch 20 pounds again. Uh, I knew if I probably caught 10 pounds, 11 pounds, I'd be safe. And once I got that, I mean, literally the second day at Rayburn, I spent, or I guess the third day, I guess, as they would call it, uh, I probably spent four and a half hours that day trying to idle and find new brush piles out of the way. Uh, So it definitely changes things. I mean, then again, on Gunnersville, um, I wasn't in, so I had to fish hard all day, whereas some people got to lay off of them. It's... You know, it's good and bad. I can see it if you had a 10-pound lead and then got beat um, on the last day. Uh, yeah, you're going to say it's not fair. But I have been on both sides, I guess. Uh, I think at Rayburn, I was second going into the final day when everything zeroed. And at Gunnersville, I believe I made it in at like eighth or ninth when the weight zeroed. So, I mean, it just, I, I understand why they're doing it. It makes for good TV. Um but it does – I'm not going to say it's good or bad because at the end of the day, the rules are the rules. You know what I mean? Everybody plays by them, so we, you know what to expect going into it. You just, you know, try to take it and run with it. Right. right. The – you made a comment earlier. I just want to – I just want to – I know you kind of explained it a little bit, but you made the comment that – you told folks close to you that if you didn't make championship this year, it'd probably be your last year. Correct. It's, it's year two in this deal. Um, well, I understand. So, I mean, what's your full-time gig? Do you still work? I do. I do. Um, I own a paving business. Okay. A paving business here in Birmingham. Um, and it, it does take up a lot of time. It's family-owned business. It's uh, me, my mom, and my brother, and you know, um, my mom, she also owns a business, and we share an office. It's uh, Mill It Up, big uh, milling company, and uh, yeah, I mean, we got a full-time business, and it's just one of those deals. I mean, when I'm away, you know, I don't, I know everything on my side's taken care of, because I have amazing people, and first off, I can't do it without them, and I greatly appreciate them, and everything they do, but it's almost one of those I remember back when my dad was alive and you know, he'd always tell me, what do you want to do? Do you want to work or do you want, you know, do you want to work and run a business or do you want to fish? Right. And it's like, well, why can't I do both? You know, and jokingly. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those deals. You, you figure out what your priorities are. Um, but also it just, I mean, it, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of money, you know, and starting out last year, you know, not a lot of sponsor help. It, it it really is hard. And at the end of the day, I'm a business person. Sure. I mean, that's where my background is. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you look at and run the numbers 
I mean, it's very hard just to even break even with zero sponsor help. So at the end of the day, it wasn't that I didn't want to keep doing it. I guess you would say if I probably didn't make the championship, it was just a, a numbers deal. I mean, you know, so it's a business, it, it, right? absolutely, absolutely. It wasn't that I didn't want to, or I didn't like it out there or nothing like that. I mean, it's just why well, keep spending a hundred dollars whenever you're only getting 50 back. I mean, you know, you're not going to be in business very long if you're losing, you know, $50 every year type deal. I mean, it's just, it, the numbers doesn't make sense. I guess you would say. Sure. So, so men- that's, so that was men- a big thing. Mentality coming into it. I mean, you obviously, like, like you just said, you got to look at it as a business, you know, right. And business decisions. Mm-hmm. mentality. What was your mentality when you went to Rayburn this year? I mean, it's obviously, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, you make the title or, or we're going we're gonna to be done or whatever. But, I mean, what what was your mentality? I mean, how do you how do you keep a positive attitude knowing that, you know, it's – you could – you know, you, you've already paid a lot of money out. And Correct. before, well, it before was, you ever start, right? It was never like I was looking at it as a negative way coming in this year. Right. It was never looking at it like that. Um, you know, I was just looking at the nuts and bolts of it, I guess you would say. Like, sure. you know, obviously – the way everything is. Um, I came in with an open mind this year. Uh, really, I, and I guess last year, that was probably another reason why I might not have done as well. My head might not have been in it 100% because I was maybe worried about things at home or, you know, with the business. But this year, I told myself, all right, both feet in 100%. Like, you know, the guys back at the office, they have it handled. And, you know, I'm going all in. Um, I spent a lot more time this year, you know, on the map study, pre-practice, you know, make sure I went at least three days to every place and really just put my time, my homework in. And I really just did it with both feet this year instead of maybe like a foot and a half type deal, you know, and I let, I try not to worry about things back here at the office and I just went all in and I said, okay, if I'm going to do it, this is going to be the year to do it. And if I don't do it, then, you know, hey. Need to do something else. Are you and I? I probably already know this answer, but I got to ask: When you qualified, mm-hmm. are you are you glad you did it? Are you glad you oh, became I, a PC angler? Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it. Um, it's I knew I'd regret it. I guess you would say if I did not take that chance. Sure. Uh, so it was. You know, we talked about it my family and I, and, um, they was the one saying, it's not even a decision you're doing it. And I was like, well, okay, let's go do it. (laughs) And, uh, so, and now we're kind of at that crossroads right now, but I keep telling them, you know, Hey, still one tournament left, but I'm probably going to have another decision next year. Um, whether or not, you know, obviously to fish the BPT or not. And, you know, we'll see, hopefully it all works out at Champlain. Well, it's worked out for a few guys that came up from the pro circuit. And so uh, Absolutely. You know, it worked out for a few. All right. So last question, Champlain, are you nervous, excited, ready to get there? Um, still studying, which where are you uh, at right now? No, I'm excited and I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm just, I'm enjoying everything with this right now. I mean, yeah, it's great to be in first and all that, but I realize, you know, Still have a lot of work left, but right now I'm just enjoying the ride. You know, it's great to have a great season, um, but 
our goals are still focused on this last tournament and I'm excited. I'm not going to lie. I got to fish Champlain last year for four or five days and I'm not going to lie. It's probably the, I love Gunnersville, but if I can move to New York for five months out of the year, sign me up. I mean, no, you can't, the weather. You can't move north for part of the year. You got to stay there all uh, year long. That's the, that's the prerequisite no, there, right? <laughs> no, I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to. I mean, St. Lawrence, Champlain, I mean, Hunter. Oh, yes, it is so amazing. Um, and that, it, I'm not going to lie, it is kind of scary because literally you can go to Champlain and catch. 15 pounds and be catching like three pounders every cast, but you're getting your te- teeth literally kicked in as you do that. And you got to leave three pounders and go find three and a half. I mean, that's the smallest of margins at Champlain. So, you know, that, that part's kind of tough, but you know, we just got to go catch them. Um, it's, I'm definitely going to have to make day three, probably going to have to make day four with the way Michael Neal's fishing. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't feel safe unless I did make day four, I guess you would say, because then I guess mathematically, but Michael Neal isn't the only one. I mean, you got Lucas and, yeah, you got, you, you know, you got a, crowd a lot behind of, you. So, absolutely. I, absolutely. I hate to put it this way, but it's, it's the last lap of Talladega, dude. And you're coming out of turn four and you're leading, and we know how that how <laughs> Absolutely. Happens, it's, so. That's a little nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, I'm about to get bumped in the rear end and, <laughs> Turned into the wall, I guess you would say. <laughs> exactly. No, we're trying not for a train wreck, I guess you would say. There you go. But uh, maybe I can find a good drafting partner. How about that? Hey, I like it. Um, I like it. No, yeah, I mean, we just got to go catch them. Uh, just have fun. I'm, like I said, I'm just enjoying it, everything right now. And we're just going to go have fun up there. Um, I, You know, right now, nerves, they're not playing. Didn't play at the James. I'm. You know, I'm just, I'm taking it all in and really I'm just enjoying it. Good. Uh, everybody's like, well, what if you do this? What if, you know, what if this, what if that? I'm like, that's a lot of what ifs. Like right now I'm just trying to enjoy everything and, you know, I'm going to do nothing different than what I have been doing. Um, I'm leaving next Friday to go to Champlain and I'm going to spend probably about a week up there and, you know, do the same thing that we have been doing. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Good deal. And looking forward to it. I like it. Josh, thanks for your time tonight. Uh, congratulations on a hell of a year. I'm just going to put a blunt. Yeah, I appreciate a of, it. A hell of a year. And um, I, I'd be lying if I say we weren't sitting here cheering you on here come into July. I appreciate it. So we'll be Absolutely. cheering for you for sure. So we'd love to see you bring that thing back to Alabama. So. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. All right, bud. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. There you go. KG. Hometown boy for us, just right down the road in Hayden, Alabama. Good dude. We've seen him on ABT for years. Yep. And, um, I mean, you got to pull for the guy, right? Well, look, if he keeps taking it day by day and trusts his instincts, he'll be fine. And, as he put it, if he's all in, I think he's a dangerous guy. Agreed. Agreed. So... Well, with that, take a quick little break. When we come back, we'll do some you pick Get you guys back on the water. July 4th style, right here. <laughs> I 
feel like IsoChill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue. And a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, IsoChill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for the Sportsman Warehouse fully loaded bass wrap-up. You pick them portion of the show. David, I, I don't like where this is going tonight. I'm just going to be real honest with you, right? Okay. The man goes on vacation and suddenly has time to play the game. I don't like where this is going, and that's all I'm going to say. So... That's all so I'm going to say. He shouldn't be going on vacation at all then. Ever. <laughs> Ever. He needs to work more. <laughs> he needs to work more. So, all right, let's run through them real quick, buddy. I, I could not disagree with you more. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I, I'm with you. I got you now. All right. Go ahead, David. All right. So, MLF Toyota Series event on the Potomac River. Never heard of it. That, <laughs> that event was won by Harry Linsenbergler, the fourth. With 52 pounds and 13 ounces. I'm just thinking how bad Jason would have completely effed that up, right? If he was still doing this. <laughs> or, or calling out names for ABT in the mornings. <laughs> Kenneth, I know you've missed that. Uh, but it was uh, pretty bad. So, all right. So, that 52-13 wins it, right? Yes, sir. 52-5 for the fully loaded you pick em winner. And Kenneth freaking Grover. My God. Sonny Brooks, 51-11 for second place. Of course, KG wins the AC, AC point as well with that. So I don't like where this is going, David, and you should not either. So I understand there's a protest involved in this, but we're going to let it go. So, all right, next, oh, Chickamauga. Okay, okay. Night turning right. on Chickamauga. All right, so the first yeah, CBA event there, and that was one – uh, by Tony Townsend and Galen James with 27-21. Congratulations. I mean, proud of you for finding that, first of all, <laughs> you know, that this early in the week, right? Finding that for uh, for that. Um, 26-54 for Jimmy Green for the fully loaded you pick em point. Ted for points. He got two. Ted Floyd, 26-50. Really tight there for second. And with 25-47, 
KG gets another point for the week. Hmm. <laughs> Could he sweep it? I don't think so. But you never know. You never know. So, all right. How about uh, the cast event? All right. So that was the central event on uh, on Ritz and Chambers, and that was won by Casey Bennett with twenty three twenty five. Twenty three twenty five. Ed Lafontaine twenty two thirty five. For the fully loaded, you pick them points. Brandon Black in second with 2210. And KG again with 2028. Just keep fist pumping, dude. The bad part is, I was so far behind, it's not going to do me any good in the end. All right. How about the Cash and Rods Oneida event? All right. So that was won by the team of Zach Cavan and Tyler Vanderbilt with 19. 1913 for that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Uh-oh. we have a we we have we have a disagreement. Hang on, not a disagreement. We have a um, we have a change. Hang on one second. <laughs> I had the wrong. I had the wrong uh, the wrong weight for that. So that's good to know. And I will say this: if you're ever in a tie with Kenneth Grover, you're going to win because Grover is the last person. <laughs> ever to submit his entries and I, i'm being very serious in that so if you're worried about beating kg you ain't got to because he's gonna be the last guy not in. this coming week are you are you in early this oh. week oh somebody somebody was bored at work today is what i'm hearing so <laughs> all right so we're on the cash and rods event right i'm gonna get i'm pulling yep. up my sheet here you said what was it 19 what 1913, so 19.13. I like this. Okay. So a little change in direction here, Steve. Hold hold on a minute. Which one of you had the correct answer? He does. (laughs) Not me. He does. Are you sure about that? I'm positive on that. So I got it from the question. (laughs) I might have to go back and recheck that myself. (laughs) No, it actually, it really doesn't. I mean, it, well, it does matter, but uh, not... Not a whole lot, but it does it does change things a little bit. All right, so 1913 was the winner there for that. And so in the fully loaded you pick em points, Cash and Ross, let me get rid of these three right there real quick. Sorry, I'm just I'm not good under pressure with this. Uh let's see. 19 even. Steve Schaefer grabs the points with for the full loaded points with that at 19 even. And then Mr. John Patria moves into second place uh, or grabs a second place points with 1865, which gives David Jong the points at 1810. Wow. This, this, when I tell you that this is getting tight, it's getting tight. I mean, really, really tight now. So, but uh, maybe not too tight, but tighter. I'll just put it to you that way. So, um, okay, I like it. I like it. So, all right, David, how about the BFL? All right, BFL on St. Clair was won by Darren Marcin with 24 pounds and four ounces. 24 4. 24 4. That James Rice grabs the foil of you pick them points at 23 13. Hunter Farish moves into or grabs the second place points at 23 12. And Michelle Eichstead, the blonde girl behind the scenes, grabs the AC point at 2210. All right. And then the last one was the best bass tournament on 
and well, that was the region, northern sorry, northern region on Clear Lake, and the team of Kevin and Brian Coughlin or Coughlin, whichever way it is, uh, twenty three sixty five took the win there. Twenty three sixty five. Jimmy Green grabs the fully loaded points with twenty three twelve. KG grabs the second place points at um, twenty two seventy four. And he also grabs the AC points at twenty two seventy four. So let me do a little math here real quick, because that's um, make sure I get this right on um, as far as this goes, and uh, see where we uh, see where we end up because this could get interesting really quick. So really quick. Let's see. So you're five. saying Ooh. the leaderboard that's on the leaderboard.com is, is incorrect. It, as of Tuesday evening, it's incorrect. It will be corrected. It will be corrected because this is this is quite interesting. Quite interesting now. So <clears throat> KG, if I'm if I'm reading this right, if I'm at if my Alan math is right, you have three, four, five, six, seven points this week. Right, David scored one point this week. He had six coming in. He now has seven. So we are tied. So we go back to our tiebreaker rule. Now, what is our tiebreaker rule? <laughs> it's a timestamp. It is a timestamp. This is where it doesn't make sense to, for the whole month when you're doing it based off. <laughs> Hey, that's okay. What? Listen, we can hey, we well, can go back. We can go back. We can go it's, back to you know the you know last week's entrance, which he still beat you because you've played one week this month, right? Hey, it's, it's okay. I, I knew the rules when I submitted, just like you know when you zero the weight for the last day. <laughs> you know, that's, what was, that's what I was gonna actually say. KG's playing by the zero the weight rule. Yeah, that's what we should do. That's what we should do. We should zero the points for the last event for the AC for the AC side. I would never no. do that. I would never do that to our fans. <laughs> ever. But we might do that for the AC side. We may have to. So David, the trophy stays safe with you. <laughs> it was just good to it was good to make a run and make him sweat a little bit. You made him sweat. You made him sweat uh, a great deal. Uh, but what that does do, though, is that still puts um, – it, it didn't change the outcome for the fully loaded side as Mr. John Patria still wins the month of June. So congratulations to John. Let me find my, my right. There you go, John. John Patria grabs the win there. For the uh, fully loaded side. So, John, we will be in touch very soon and uh, get you your deal. So, the trophy stays safe. Well, it's still, it, KG still got it, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I, it, I mean, <laughs> I, I get my name on the, uh, on the, on the, uh, was it the, the I don't get my name on the, uh, don't get your name anywhere, right? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's on, it's on the post it note. It's on attached to the sheet. It's all you get. So, that's all you get right now. But, uh, so, Mr. John Vitrea, you're a winner. For the month of June, so we'll uh, we'll stay close to that and get that uh, that squared away. So that's a good deal. Um, let's see what else do we have going on, David? Uh, big shout out to the co-ed team that won the high school event over on Pickwick. 
I was reading that story earlier today. So congratulations to them out of Texas. That's uh, that's a big deal, a uh, huge deal actually. So uh, very very cool story. Jacob Wheeler earns his fourth career cup victory at the Summit Cup. Of course, we'll see that on Outdoor Channel because that's all it's made for is TV. Um, do they zero the weights in the final day for that? I'm sure they do. But they yeah, zero the weights. Uh, every day. It's just like the you know it's that. You got to qualify to make the last event thing. So, yep. Okay. The, the TV show doesn't come in on my cable network, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, there you go. That's one way to look at it. So, uh, very good. Let's see. Then we'll move down to that. Move that up to there. And uh, just get my leaderboard fixed up, getting it squared away so we know who's who's who. And done here. That way, nobody gets offended by it, and we'll be good to go. I do have to give a big. I do have to give a uh, or make notice the Revital Outdoors BFL giveaway. Uh, enter for a chance to win a twenty five hundred dollar giveaway. They're partnered with Lou, Strike King, Seaguar, Flambeau, Costa, and Rod Glove. Um, enter to win at revitaloutdoors.com, and we'll put a post on the uh, Angler Channel Facebook page. And uh, get that lineup as well. We are excited to welcome in Revital to the family uh, here at anglerschannel.com. We'll have a lot more information on that coming up soon. They've got some fishing events, some giveaways, uh, some hunts, and things like that uh, that we'll be talking more about next week. On next week's show, we'll have Kyle Smith um, with Revital Outdoors to come on and talk about the health and wellness side of fishing and talk about Revital Outdoors and their products and what they've got going on. So excited for that. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Bass Champs um, moving to the Red River in October, October 8th and 9th. Championship going to the Red River. I didn't realize this, but looking at their this past weekend, they had their one of their big events. And um, former elite Brett Pruitt was part of the winning team in that. So congratulations to him on that deal. I talked about uh, Neil Paul and Visit Anderson. They're coming back for another year or so. Uh, Lake Hartwell, Anderson County, uh, back involved with Angler's Channel. Uh, and then, of course, put a, a story up this morning. And I didn't realize this, and uh, I just didn't know, and now I do. But uh, our friend KG, Pam Martin-Wells, dealing with uh, chemo for ovarian cancer. And when I say, when she says cancer sucks, she means it because she's had, she has it now. Her husband's had it. Her damn dog's had it, right? I mean, it, it's it's just it, it's a terrible, terrible deal. She's the head coach there at Emmanuel College, um, the Lions fishing team uh, near Lake Hartwell and near Clarks Hill, whatnot. But um, and she's a Toyota ton, ton trucks owner, right? So part of the Toyota event won the LBAA event a few weeks ago. I think up on Bull Shoals, uh, tremendous angler, tremendous woman, very good friend of the show. Um, and uh, Pam, we're praying for you. We love you to death. Praying for you and your family, and uh, hoping everything goes well with that. So you guys make sure to follow her on uh, social media. Make sure you give her some words of encouragement and uh, say a prayer for her and her family. So, all right, WrestleMania man, or a whatever, I don't even know, AEW, <laughs> you know, between, between WrestleMania, AEW, PGA, Live, Bass, MLF, I mean, it's just shit. The year of splits, right? I mean, what the hell? But uh, it's funny because the other day my wife and I, we were at, at uh, breakfast the other morning. We go to the same place every Sunday morning for breakfast. And um, 
something was said about what's what's going on with this LIV or Live Golf, and I said, well, it's a split from PJ Tour. She goes, oh, like Bass and MLF. I said, exactly. So I'm like, I said, and you know what's a big deal when David and Kenneth start talking about it, who neither one of them give it a hold of golf club that I know of. So when they're talking about it, you know it's it's an interesting deal. But yeah, so uh, kind of a weird thing going on. But what have you learned, David, this week aside from the fact that we're all going to be choosing your new wrestle? Hey, we could be choosing your stripper name, right? Uh, My, mine's mine's you know, I'll be pro, mine's I'll be honey bun. Stripper. Mine's honey bun. If anybody's asking, but uh, or oatmeal cream pie. But uh, we could be doing your stripper name. We're we're wanting to know what 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 would be your wrestling name? I'd call you the Pebble. Because you're not the rock, right? I'd call you the pebble. But uh Kenneth's going more of a ninja theme. Um, but 901-493-0437. That's the X Zone Hotline brought to you by Trickstep. We want to know what your wrestling name would be for David. David Zhong. It's a fifty dollars sportsmans.com gift card, e-gift card on the line here. That'll buy you some really cool stuff. Um Maven, though, I will. We'll see. I'll see what else I can get into. But uh, what have you learned this week, David? Um, what was it? So this year, uh, you know, we, we, you know, uh, I guess I don't know about you, but I guess me and KG got a chance to play around with some of the vicious line. And I've been playing around with that crystal line, and I had 18 pound on the other day, just kind of because went to the park and I was like, you know what? With a we want to walk at the park with the wife and was walking by a pond. So you know, let me play around with something. So I took uh you know a the rod out, was playing around with it, and I got my lure stuck in a tree limb, which I didn't even see. And so I'm like, I'm stuck in there. I spent about a good 10 minutes trying to like pull that off. And I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna try breaking the line wouldn't break, and eventually my the, the lure came off and um came back. The line was a little bit frayed, but I was surprised I, I couldn't break off and uh, you know, like all I saw was just you know a few phrases here and there. So, uh, that was one thing I learned is that that crystal line is pretty pretty tough line. Good, that's good to know. That's good to know. KG, what about you? That's that's one important thing you got to figure out with line and testing is how well does it still hold up even when frayed? Right, right, for sure. That's very important to know. For sure. So, KG, what have you well, learned this week? I, I, I was. Last week, I, I will say this I, I didn't spend much time actually on the beach itself, but there were a couple of evenings that I spent the, the end of the day there. And one of the days, it was maybe it may have actually been Tuesday when I was there. Um, there was a gentleman there fishing, um. And he was pretty consistent. He was out there the whole time I was there. He was fishing. Well, his son would grab a rod every once in a while to, to go out there with him and make some casts. And, you know, they would they would wade out to the first sandbar, make a long cast, and then kind of work his way back, you know, to the beach. Let, you know, let it sit out there and then reel them in when they caught one. Well, I got to looking at his son when he got out there. And these, these are spinning outfits. Right. So I thought, and they're a little ways from me, but I could, I could see them pretty well. I thought, man, that, something looks weird there. And I, and I realized the spinning reel was on top of the rod. Oh, oh, look out. I knew that's where look you were out. going. Look out. <laughs> really, was it really backwards? It, it, yeah, the, re the reel was on top of the rod, so it's upside down, basically. 
and he, you know, he makes a cast and he's kind of looking at it like he doesn't quite know what to do. And all of a sudden it flips over. I thought, okay, well, he's figured it out. Well, he puts it right back upside down and is trying to reel it in. And can't fix stupid. You know, uh, he makes several casts, and I'm thinking, okay, your your dad is right there beside you. Look, if if you're out there trying to catch some fish in the ocean, and you got your son with you, at least take a few minutes and properly show him the correct way to use a spinning reel. <laughs> <laughs> who, who says a dad could correct that either, though? You know, I, it could be a, a, a trick that's passed up from one generation. To you know, another. that's a true story. That's a true story. I have a point there, David. That is a true story. It's, um, you know, it's KG. Can you remember? When, can you remember your first baitcaster and how you learned to th- how, how you learned to throw a baitcaster? Uh, I basically taught myself. Okay, David. How about you? Damn, I think I was probably what in my. I started a bit later, but probably with my late, I mean, my early 20s, maybe late teens. And yeah, I, and again, my dad wasn't a bass fisherman, so I kind of had to learn the hard way. And this is way before YouTube. So yeah, a lot of backlashes. My, uh, my uncle was my, my fishing dad, right? Growing up and out of Virginia, out of Ringgold, uh, Danville area there. And when we go home for, for summertime uh, or Christmas breaks, he and I would take a day or two. We'd go fishing. Normally to Bugs Island, which is known as Kerr Reservoir. Um, we'd go to Bugs. And one year we went to Bugs. And he always had a spinning rod or two for me to use in the boat. We go to Bugs one year, and I'm excited. I'm ready to go fishing, right? I was probably 18, 19 years old. And um, maybe maybe 17. And he opens the rod box up, 1984 Ranger. 365. He opens the opens the rod box up, and he hands me a uh, a, a rod a, a baitcaster rod and reel, and I I laughed. I said, "Okay, that's funny. Where's my spinner rod?" He said, "Funny thing, I left them at home. You got two choices: either learn how to use it, or you sit in your butt all day. One of the two. It took me a little while, but I figured it out. But I had somebody to teach me. I had somebody to talk to to, to walk me through it and to talk me through it. Right." I, was the dad aware or did he just not know you think KG? I, I think he may have been so concerned about trying to catch fish himself. He wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> he was, he was trying to get dinner. <laughs> he was trying to catch dinner that night. That's what he was trying he was to a do. Big boy, so he's probably hungry. Rob, I bet he was. I bet he was. So that's uh that's good stuff. KG. Great to have you back. Uh, David pleasure as always. Um, July 4th this weekend. Guys, don't be stupid out there. Be careful if you're going to be on the water. Where that I bought me a new PFD this past week. What? What? Go ahead. I, I'll, I'll see if we're after this point. It's, it's no. nothing important. I don't, uh, want, I, I don't want to talk to your job. No, you're not. Class. Go ahead. It's, I just saw that little bitty thing. I, did, I didn't see it. I was I was too busy looking at something else. So uh, since, since I'm cutting in, I was going to say, uh, before we forget, uh, for timing, it's kind of messed up in a way, but I was going to say happy 21st, oh, happy belated 21st birthday to Michelle Eichstead. <laughs> she ain't 21 <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I, I'm not gonna go down that route so i'm just gonna say she's 21 she's uh you know probably still drowning in a few white claws but i just want to say that before i forget a, so. a few a few <laughs> shit there's there, there, there's a few convenience stores that are sold out of white claws they see her coming and lock the door right they lock the door they don't want to know but july 4th is this weekend please be safe don't be stupid if you've got dogs put them up 
that don't like fireworks, put them up. Uh, buy some earmuffs. I got two. I'm scared to death what's going to happen there. But uh, y'all be safe out there. Please don't be stupid. If you got a PFD, put it on. Wear it. Wear the damn kill switch. That's all I'm going to say about it. I do not want to. I do not want to come back next week to uh, stories of missing fishermen or people that have uh, that have passed away or drowned from not wearing their PFD. So guys, just don't be stupid. And as always, make sure you guys. Check us out on all your Apple, all your podcast apps, and of course, right here at anglerschannel.com as well. 2022, we're halfway through the year. If you've got 2023 schedules, go ahead and start sending those into David. I know some some trails already do. Send those into David. If you know where your championship's going to be, send them to David. Make sure we get those updated. A lot of folks wait till later in the year to make that announcement. Make sure you get that. If you're an ABT TV fan, coming up this Sunday. 7 a.m. Central on Valley Sports Southeast. The first episode uh, comes out with our buddy, Mr. Kenneth Grover, as the uh, as the host. So check that out. And um, for the Anger Channel Circus, for Josh Butler. Guys, I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend. KG, don't take it first. And there it is. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trickstep. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.